Greetings of peace, dear friends, and strength to you on this Wednesday, November the 3rd. And I pray that you find and experience the power and the presence of Jesus this day, the presence of Christ this day. I will end with a short prayer because today I've actually been reflecting on many different things, but especially the nurturing and nurturing a common life. <coughs> Apologies. I've been I I I'm inspired to read again. And I'm gonna look for it today. Uh, by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, Life Together. Uh, as I reflect on nurturing a common life, as I reflect on community here at St. Mary's, communities post-pandemic, and being in community, and I'm reflecting on how independence is a value indeed, but I wonder to myself, is it truly a gospel value? Jesus lived in community and was part of a village culture. We remember, I remember the incident in his youth when his parents lost track of him for several days during the Passover festival. Uh, I think that's Luke chapter 2. And um, I, I wonder how one loses your child, especially when you are raising the Messiah as one who is blessed to have three children. And so I reflect on how they were part of a village, traveling together and probably trusting that he was in the good hands of some friends or family members, perhaps. I mean, Jesus' culture was more like the Bedouins than the suburbs, I suspect. And so I'm, I'm interested and curious, and I'm, uh, the scriptures teach us, I think, to value interdependence and community more highly than independence, and tell us that we are to lose our lives if we want to find them, forming our lives around something other than our own desires, our jobs and goals, uh, which in and of itself is profoundly countercultural. Even our architecture is built around individual families, not around community, but for many uh, indigenous peoples, I think, and tribal cultures, and I, and I reflect on this even just as a South African, society and architecture are built around a village. Individual dwellings, uh, either like the, the small huts in Lesotho or like teepees or they're very small and they are built around a central common place where people eat, sing, dance and tell stories. Have we become wealthy and lonely? I wonder. And the gift of scripture, I think, is God invites us into a common life 
with others. And so rather than build our lives around the individualistic dream of that uh, house with a white picket fence because I grew up in Cape Town uh, watching many American movies, I, I, I recognize and I ask and I reflect on myself, how do we build our lives around God's vision for community? We dream of a holy village in the middle of the urban desert with a little cluster of row of homes sprinkled about in a neighborhood where folks are committed to God and to each other. Some are indigenous to the neighborhood, some are relocated, some are like me from a different country altogether. Some have gone off to school, trained as doctors, lawyers, social workers, business um, folks, and then return to their neighborhoods to offer their gifts to the work of restoration. The houses are humble, but I wonder, is that all we need? A place to lay our heads, because most of our lives are lived, as uh, my grandmother would say, on the stoop, (laughs) in the streets, sweating in the practice of resurrection. Village life begins by greeting the day in morning prayer. And in the evenings we share a meal, or my favorite, maybe grill out. Maybe there's a village center where folks can cook healthy breakfast for the kids as they head off to school. Perhaps in that center there are laundry machines that we can all share and a game library where kids can borrow a game for the afternoon. Maybe there's a tool library so friends can check out a saw or a drill for the day. Maybe there's an exercise space for lifting weights or taking an aerobics class to keep our bodies healthy. Shaping a life together sometimes begins simply by creating a space for community and I believe that's the gift of churches, of places of faith, of any place that explores the spiritual realm of being a human person. I remember a reporter I read once told Mother Teresa, I wouldn't do what you do for a million dollars. And Mother Teresa responded, me neither. (laughs) We live in community and among the suffering because it is what we are made for. Not only does it give life to others, but it gives gives us life as well. For me, that's been the gift of St. Mary's. Um, it has been having anyone who is searching for community come and pray and gather and discern and explore the why, the meaning. And I give thanks for that. Let us pray. Lord, remind us that there is always enough to give to those who are in need. 
Make me generous today with the goods you have entrusted to me. Bless us and open our hands and hearts so that your kingdom, for your kingdom is at hand. Dear friend, may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. There's a feature on this podcast where you can send a voicemail or a message and I invite you, share with me. What does community mean for you? What does interdependence mean for you versus independence? Um, let's, let's have a conversation. I wonder. Wherever you are this moment, this now, stay safe, stay healthy. God bless you.